in a world in crisis. Can three idiots find hope in the darkest of places? Will love conquer all, or will hate win out in the end? This is a show called Hate. Welcome to A Show Called Hate, a podcast in which we explore love, hate, and everything in between in search of greater meaning and perhaps a little perspective. I'm John. I'm Nick. I'm Chris. There Sorry, Nick, did you, did, did, did you say you're sick? <gasps> no. Good. No, no, I'm fine. <laughs> no, I'm fine. It, 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 is like, it, it is one of those, like, who's, who's the member of a party who's been bitten and is too scared to bring it up? Oh, yeah. Like, it, yes, yes, Which you're party? totally right. The the, now, the sort of adventuring party. Oh, I thought yeah, I thought that you were referencing something specific. <laughs> oh, the conservatives. I, I, <laughs> the conservative party. Which one of the conservative <laughs> party has been bitten by a vampire? I think you'll be. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's probably Dominic Raab, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's being probably Raab. We just had a conversation off air about how we, we never do politics. We never do politics, apart from the time we did. Yeah, and uh, we were going to present the lighter side of the global pandemic. Uh, yes. And yeah, I apologise. I, <laughs> I went right in there. Somebody did, isn't it? Finally. Literally, just after the intro, you asked me if I was sick. So you really, you really fucked us on that one, John. I'm so sorry. And <laughs> well, we, we we prepared for this episode because obviously we're not in the same room. And Nick and I both agreed that we should not talk about coronavirus. <laughs> yet, and yet here we are, less than two minutes into this episode. It's all I have. Well, yeah, it's, that's the problem. It's all anyone has at the moment. Well, I mean, we do have to kind of like address it a little bit. Like we're, we're in our... For the last time. S- together <laughs> again for the first and last time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We've got to address the fact that we are all recording. Well, I'm in my home office. Um, Ooh, Rayman, I, I imagine I imagine you're in your sports memorabilia room. No, no yes. or something there, like that. There is no Football such room. Actually, in this is um, walk-in wardrobe essentially, because <laughs> <laughs> it is the most okay. proof room in the house. Oh, okay. Cool. Are you surrounded by clothing? Literally. Ah, that's that's gonna be wonderful, baffling. That's gonna yeah, be like the audio gonna, the yeah. audio quality is gonna be great. Tops and dresses are, are literally right above my head, yeah. It does sound a little bit like you are talking down a very long toilet roll. Uh, but I know you haven't got any toilet roll, so that's <laughs> no. um, well, that, yeah. That's fine. That, that would have been no, a we've, all, um, we've all moved on to rubbing mounds now, so Yeah. <laughs> we have to a kill a kill for a rubbing man. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I have done three days ago, so <laughs> Well, it's it, it is the second week. Uh, wait, has it been a full week yet? I forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, yeah. No, yeah. Don't, days don't mean anything anymore, John. That's true. <laughs> All I know is uh, the sun is shining. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's lovely out. Well, not right now. It's dark. No, I. Yeah, well, I mean, what one one can imagine? It's right lovely outside. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, the feel of the sun. On my uh, through the glass on my skin is is uh, is very nourishing. I'm I'm enjoying it greatly. Good. Um, 
And I'm <laughs> the only real danger is that I will eventually run out of DIY to do in the house because um, <laughs> mm. I'm just I'm just drilling holes where I don't even need to. Well, that's probably oh, worked out really well for you. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Well, that gas pipe shouldn't have been there. As for your grandma, he said. she shouldn't have mouthed off like that. <laughs> <laughs> I um. Is but but in all seriousness, though, just to get like the the official paperwork out of the way, mm. uh, are we all coping okay with you know our new life? I think so. I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I'm fine as well, but I feel like I don't know how it's going to be. Like further down the line, you know, like a, f- a few weeks in, like I don't know, one in a bit weeks or whatever we're on at the minute isn't isn't really enough for me to know yet how crazy I'm gonna get, you know. <laughs> I've got to ask, like, how is everyone's personal grooming going? <laughs> well, well, I tell you what, interesting question. Yeah, I'm genuinely concerned about hair cutting mm-hmm. because we obviously can't go out to our usual hair cutsman. <laughs> As, as I believe it's known. I can't remember the word anymore. It's been so long. <laughs> Legend talks of a well-groomed man roaming yeah. the plains, uh, you know, trading That's... trading a tr- trading a short-backing sides for a can of beans. <laughs> That's got to be a myth. Um, so, yeah, I am already on the very long bouffant side of things right now, and I've got I've got to stay in for the next three months. I can't wait. Apparently I can't wait risk. to see what this looks like by the end. I know, I know. It's gonna be, it's gonna be very exciting. I'll keep you posted. Yeah. Do 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 we give up on shaving? Is the question. I haven't. Yet. Um, I am going to. I'm going to grow my hair because obviously I've got no choice now, and I feel like I will just not bother shaving for a while. But obviously, I'm going to still have video conference calls with clients eventually. <laughs> so I have to be in some sort of state, even if I just gel everything back, including the. Yeah, beard. I love. I love I love the um the imagery of like uh, a group of people on a, on a on a conference call all looking like Tom Hanks from yeah. the end of Castaway. Yeah. <laughs> it's been two days, Frank. <laughs> what happened? Like, it looks like the, the multiple squares on your screen just look like a mood board for like hair colours or something. <laughs> <laughs> you look like um, it's like um, guess who? You know, where you get the weird faces down the bottom with like random um, facial hair. Do they they're all cousin it? <laughs> Do they have a beard? Yes. Ah, oh, shit. shit. Oh, God. <laughs> Do, are, they, are they lacking vitamin D? Yeah. Oh, Just how that would be a better they? version. Yes. <laughs> you see, something really weird happened for me, because um, you, you guys have known me a long time, and you know that my hair is temperamental at the best of times. Oh, sure. Mm. But um, it completely coinciding, like completely irrelevant to the coronavirus, um, the sun came out, and um, it's like sun's out, guns out. And I just, um, I grabbed um, a short sleeve shirt and some shorts, which has been like I've just been wearing those for like the last few days. Oh, you got it. And there's like a there's like a quasi kind of like Hawaii five point kind of vibe going on, and I feel like I've I feel like I've matured. I feel like I've evolved into a new form or something because. <laughs> I, I feel like the summer's here. Like I'm, I'm holding, I'm holding an ice cold beer. Yeah. Um, well, I'm doing some gardening. My new home office is right by our back doors of our downstairs. So it is just open the door. Lovely. It's getting a bit of breeze in. I've loved it so far. 
It's weird. Yeah. It's weird how quickly the summer seems to have come on. It's like, oh, everyone's inside. All right, here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I got to say, like, it last week it was a little grey for a while. I think we, we had the weather wasn't quite as good. Um, yeah, a, a week ago and. That definitely felt like a little miserable. When it's kind of like you're stuck in, I can't go out anyway. But if I did, I'd be rained on. It's just a bit, bit I don't know. I, I think the sun does help. Like I think that I think so. and yeah. decent internet connection is keeping the country sane, basically. <laughs> yeah, true. God, can you imagine if Netflix went down? That would be it. We've got Disney Plus now, John. We don't need Netflix. You don't need you should, no Netflix. You should see the Netflix. Netflix on Disney Plus. My God, what a lot of content! But do you want to watch any of it? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I was watching like... to Zinc before yeah. I came to do this podcast, just because I can now. Just because I, I didn't even have a sound on. I didn't even, <laughs> even want to watch it. I just can. So I did. A while ago, I thought you were a bit you were a bit tentative about the whole kind of Disney Plus. Malarkey. I, I, the problem I thought you were dipping your head in. Yeah. Is that Disney have got me by the absolute balls? Yes. With the combination of Star Wars, The Simpsons, and Marvel, I, they they just got my balls in a vice. Wait, is all of The Simpsons on Disney Plus? Yeah, it is indeed. Because they bought Fox, didn't they? So they got all the various Fox properties now, which includes thirteen oh seasons of The Simpsons. Blimey. me. That's all. That's all well and good. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to dive into the uh, 20 plus hours of classic Simpsons Mm. content, 50 plus hours. But can you watch really depressing documentaries on Disney Plus? Because I feel that's an itch Um, that only Netflix can scratch. They have National Geographic. So everything that's on National Geographic is on Disney Plus. They have National Geographic. Yeah, they sure do. What are they do. going to do with that franchise? They're going to make a movie like cinematic universe out of that. I'll tell you what I've I've favorited on my Disney Plus app so far because there's some surprising content on here. Tell uh, me, Christopher. Well, it's the usual you'd expect Marvel movies and Star Wars and what have you. But I thought hmm, that looks like an interesting documentary, so I also favorited some of those. And I'll tell you what they are. <laughs> Watch this in front of me. So I've got the old Spider-Man mid '90s cartoon. You've got not, to. A docu- it's great. not a documentary. Not a documentary. Not a documentary, though. <laughs> World According to Jeff Goldblum. That's dark. That's oh, I want to watch that, actually. That looks good. Is uh, that, what is that? Is that a documentary? That's a series of documentaries with Jeff Goldblum talking about things like sneakers, ice cream, tattoos, denim, barbecue, gaming, bikes, RVs, coffee, cosmetics, pools, and jewellery. There are 12 episodes... And yeah. when, you, when you assemble those 12 magic artifacts, Jeff Goldblum will appear yeah, in front of you. those are his trigger words. Just don't get them in the wrong order, for what fuck's sake. <laughs> for God's sake, no, we've all seen the fly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've got uh, Willow, the classic 80s movie, oh, yeah. Willow. Still um, not a documentary, no, though. Right, I'm getting to it. Are you? Great Migrations, that's a documentary about butterflies and birds. I'm picking up like Great Migrations. Um, Mission to the Sun. <laughs> Don't go there. Drain the ocean. Pack your bags. We're going to start a new life <laughs> on the sun. <laughs> in the middle of the sun. Drain the oceans. Titanic. Twenty years later. Okay. Um, well, it's and still, into it's the still Grand there, Canyon. Isn't it? So, oh, okay. I've been I've been into the Grand Canyon. So that might feature me. Some of those sorts of things I, I find interesting if I'm really bored, which I'm about to be. These all sound 
kind of fatalistic. I mean, you're, you're either flying into the sun, yeah, yeah, true, drowning, or throwing yourself into the Grand Canyon. I mean, at the moment, that sounds alright, doesn't it? It's like the only options we have at the yeah. moment. God, what a way to go, though. <laughs> what a hero. Imagine he died like he lived, throwing himself into the sun. <laughs> I don't like it. You know, like we're currently experiencing the Will Smith Renaissance. Like he's suddenly just back and. And how you I know think in sort our of lives. against our will we are yes yeah it's kind of like it's oh god that's so good I know I'm very funny I don't know if you've realised um <laughs> no it's incredibly I haven't it looks like <laughs> I've um but it's weird it's like Will Smith is back in our lives and he's new and he's improved and he's somehow not quite as entertaining as he used to be yeah. um and he did that he jumped into the Grand Canyon didn't he did he. He had like a rope attached to it. What the hell are oh, you talking okay. about, John? He did no. This is don't give me that. This is real. This isn't some fever dream. It sounds, he, um, it sounds like you've been watching too much Disney Plus to me. <laughs> okay, okay. Every time, so now this is the reality we live in. The year is twenty twenty. Oh, yeah. Picture this. Every time Will Smith, lovable TV scamp, you know, we used to we used to love it when he he, he made poor Uncle Phil's life a, a living a living misery. Yeah, that was funny. You know. It was. And now he's back. And what a jape. Uh, he's on YouTube all the time. You can't yeah. get rid of him. Like, I don't know what's going on in Will Smith's kind of like publicity, that like is PR team. But whenever he so much as breathes, he's got a YouTube cameo. So like, whatever you like watching on YouTube, Will Smith will guest on it because he's got a new movie out or he's got X, Y, or Z. Yeah. So like, uh, hey, do you like watching the slow-mo guys on YouTube? Uh, here's Will Smith, and he's um, I don't know shooting a teddy bear with a paintball gun or something in slow mo. In slow mo, so like his marketing strategy is for Will Smith to be everywhere. Like here's Will Smith cooking a chicken pie or something. Infinite um, Will. So I don't know how old Will Smith is, but then he he recently hit a major birthday, like he was fifty or something like that. Should we play the game. Okay. How old do you think Will Smith is? Let's play the game. Okay, let's play the game. Uh, John may have just said he's fifty, but um... he can't. He's he can't be. He's got to be older than forty. I reckon he's fifty. Fifty-two. Okay. What's next? I reckon. Uh, I'm saying fifty-four. John is closest. He is. He is fifty-one. Oh, okay. He did recently hit a big birthday. The big five. So don't ask me why. Like, you know, when I when I if I live long enough, when I hit fifty oh, and I have a I I have a uh, a late life crisis, yes, and I want I want to do something crazy like skydive or bungee jump, I'm not going to have a you know film crew following me. Probably when not. Probably not, unless I kill a lot of people in the process. But when <laughs> Will Smith does it, um, it's a whole thing. So there was this whole event called like Will Smith. Colon, like the jump. It's colon. Oh, hey, God. Kid. Hey, kids. I'm 50. Getting old is no joke. Yeah. Be sure to get your prostate checked regularly. <laughs> anyway, here's DJ Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> it's not unusual. That's but no, but, that, that, but that's, sorry, long story short, Will Smith bungee jumped into the Grand Canyon and it was somehow the TV event of the century. Yeah. The, the general that... vibe I get is that Will Smith is on YouTube and no one cares. That's the that's the general feeling I'm getting from everyone. Do you... yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, they they will care. They'll have to care now. 
Now he's jumped into the canyon. Yeah. I feel like if Will Smith had somehow kept his energy and joie de vie going for like the last 20 years, I think everyone would be like, yeah, Will Smith, he's jumping into the Grand Canyon. What a hero. Um, but it, it just, wasn't really... It just seems so desperate, doesn't it? Like the jump especially feels a little bit like a grab for, for desperate attention. But also just being on YouTube, I th- there's, a, there's a real trend at the minute of, of big celebrities like starting YouTube or Instagram like accounts and stuff. And it just seems a little bit sad to me. It really does. Yeah. It does a bit. Yeah. It's like um it's like when Eminem came back. He's back? He's he's what, back what? now. Where's he been? Where's the thing like Eminem, he retires, you know, like, kind of like early retires. Yeah. Gracefully, you know, he's got his his career. Everyone goes, Wow, he great work. He did and some raps. Back. He, he, the raps he did were off the chain. Yeah, he did at least and now, seven raps, and now he's done. Move along. Ha, yeah, and he did. He did. You know, hero with a thousand faces. He did the seven classic raps. Yeah, and and now he's moved on with his life. But then he came back. <laughs> the seven great raps. The seven great raps. You know, and really, there are only seven raps when yeah. you break it down. Every rap um, is basically one of the seven. <laughs> but he came back. And that's where we got the immortal line. I guess that's why we call it window pane. Ah, oh, yes. What a great and when line. Em- what? And when what? Eminem, yeah, he he rapped about windows. With yeah, he, he, did, he was doing like he was doing duets with like Rhiannon and stuff like that. Rhiannon. Rhiannon? Yeah, Rhiannon. You know the Welsh performer, <laughs> the girl I went to primary school with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know her and her her and her umbrella. <laughs> her and her umbrella. <laughs> but yeah, no, he comes back and he's not like he's not like weird, jokey, making fun of himself, satirical Eminem. He's oh, like that's a oh, he's all edgy and just like dark, gloomy. Yeah, it's like he's been working out and he's just wearing like a tank top and a beanie hat and singing about window pane. It's like mm. you know, if before you've said, "Oh, Will Smith and Eminem, they're hanging out together," you go like, "Oh man, that sounds insane, boss." You know. Yeah, like 2000, John is going like, oh, that'll be a fun evening. <laughs> no, uh, dude! 20 years later, they're just like, you know, it's just like two guys in their 50s who work out. That's you weird, know, isn't it? Because, like, to... that's yeah. another weird thing. For me, like, Will Smith and Eminem, they don't age. Like, they're not really people, they're kind of ideas. <laughs> yeah, the, the platonic. Yeah. rappers. Yeah. And then and then I have this picture, or more like a sort of feeling, like a cloud of feelings for Will Smith in my head, and they're similar for Eminem. And then when I see them, like now, what they look like now, and they're all haggard and worn away by the winds of time, <laughs> I'm like, what is that? <laughs> when you stare into Will Smith's beautiful face, you're really staring into the future. Yeah. That's the problem. That is the this worry. Is, this is what we're all coming to terms with, slowly. God. Hey, so this show, this show supposedly has a format um, in which we uh, generally each week bring a topic of love and a topic mm. of hate to the table uh, to, uh, you know, kind of just discuss and see which one wings out. And mm. we generally start with the hates. And if it's okay with you, gentlemen, oh. I'd, like to br- I'd like to bring a hate to the table. Oh, I thought you were going to say you were going to start with a love then. I was about to kick the fuck off. Hey, hey, just because all law and decency is broken down doesn't mean the format will, will wither. <laughs> Not on my watch. Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah. Um, kick us off, Jonathan. Yeah. Okay, so um, 
in you know in the spirit of everything we said off air where we were like we're going to downplay the coronavirus we're going to you know kind of move on i hate how much i'm enjoying this <laughs> oh god oh no and i, I, oh, I no. And, hey john do you remember and before I, you press record on this episode and you said oh yeah my hate sort of relates to coronavirus <laughs> And we were like, oh, yes. okay then, well, and... we can take it to, because it sort of relates, but we can actually just talk about it and move on. This this is, this is smack bang about coronavirus. Well, okay, well, no, okay, let me, let me rephrase no, that. Okay. Because this is obviously, bear with me. Oh, I'm bearing, I'm bearing. All right. I'm bearing. This is, <laughs> why don't you, why don't you come over here and say that? Oh, you can't. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. <laughs> um, I, can, I can okay. say whatever I want now. You can't do shit about it. <laughs> I can I can mute you. So help wow. me. You would. I think I. Yeah, I, I think I can. I, I hope I, I can. Think, I don't think you would. I'm confident in my in my bring into the table that you wouldn't mute me. He oh damn you. it! He yeah, no. Yeah, we're, we're like um, we're a tripod. We need we need at least we need you. Damn it! Yeah, well, there we are. Okay. Clarify, Bear with John. Me. Let me clarify. God's sake, gentlemen. Let me clarify. Um. This is obviously a very serious situation which is affecting a lot of people. So I desperately don't want to make light of that. Sure. But but in the spirit of doing what we can, acting responsibly, following the guidance, I am actually loving just how quiet everything is. <laughs> it's so peaceful. And you're right, it's so it, peaceful. It is and I and what I hate about it is is what it says about me sure. because um, I I went to the supermarket yesterday uh, my uh, as part of like my one trip out a day that I'm allowed to take uh, oh, yeah. so went 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 to get some supplies and I was just like singing to myself the whole time just going <laughs> down the aisles of the supermarket and I know I know it's meant to be like super serious and I should be like respectful and just you know you know kind of frowning and nodding at everyone and going like oh yeah I know I know but in my heart I'm alive for the first time because I'm like there are so few people and this is just beautiful (laughs) like it is (laughs) the weather is great Uh, you know there is there are there are no people around me I can kind of I'm just it was lovely. It was so lovely, and you know, um, I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying being at home. I imagine it's like a, it's like a, a sneak peek of what retirement might be like. Yeah. Assuming I live long enough and I will actually be able to retire. Oh, because yeah, which, which of course you won't. But, but, um, massive ifs. Yeah, I mean that's that's crazy talk, John. <laughs> I know, I know, but one, one can oh, dream. Um, but. But yeah, like, and I know, I know that's not a luxury that you know everyone has. I know, for example, Nick, that you you are you are housebound, so I, I really don't want to make light of that. But just, <laughs> oh god, just um, on top of everything, like the peace, the quiet, working from home, you know, kind of like spending time with Lucy, just not doing having to the, see uh, us. Yeah, not having All to see you guys. Well, really, really, just not having to smell you guys, or kind of like just feel the body heat from that like is, an hour in in the that studio. Is a, that is a big one. That is I mean, the studio is oppressively hot at the best of times. I know, even in midwinter, like yeah. just the the energy from three bodies is destructive. far too it's much horrible. for anybody to handle. <laughs> mm. 
but it's like um but yeah like um a couple of years ago um uh, lucy and i went on honeymoon to new zealand oh uh, and... yes maybe you may you may have heard about it but the um the population of new zealand is so small compared to the uk that even walking through you know auckland you know one of their biggest city um thanks just just in general fewer people you know just in general there are fewer people and you 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 never feel crowded in quite the same way i do in my in my kind of regular life and mm. as a kind of i guess i'm kind of like discovering stuff about myself because like going to going to the supermarket seeing no cars just seeing like a few people walking just the general quiet where you can't hear traffic all the time you can't hear like the roar of planes like it's like being in new zealand basically okay and i just i just really like it like i don't <laughs> want to be antisocial i just like the quietness of it all but but what you hate is what that says about you you're saying yeah because it, i i worry that sometimes getting exactly what you want is a bad thing like I like like um I, I I worry that if you gave you know, it's like if you gave me complete choice, what if I gave in to that temptation and I never saw anyone again? Like what if I took the easy route because occasionally I find social interaction a bit tiring or you know, or I find my job hard, like that kind of thing. And if you take the easy option and you just give up on people entirely, then <laughs> it's like, yeah, maybe I'd be super happy at home, but then I maybe also end up kind of lonely, you know, that kind of thing. Like I putting yourself out there and forcing yourself to interact with the world is part of being alive and part of being in society. Let's I'm say, enjoying this break. Let's say like you've always stayed in and not done anything and not socialized and whatever. Are you ready for this or are you just thinking, ah, oh, I've wasted my life and everyone's copying my idea? <laughs> yeah, that's I don't know. I don't know. It's like they say, if you share, you know, uh, if you share an idea, we now both have an idea. You know, you don't lose anything. That's true. Whereas if I if I give you an apple, I've lost an apple. So yeah. is it like, is it like... Where's uh, my fucking apple? Share... You need to hoard those should... apples. Jesus Christ, we need <laughs> yeah, those not, not Not in this economy. This is a bartering economy. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so what I'm saying is if I... So yeah, so if I give you loneliness then we're both lonely or we're both isolated. There's enough isolation for everyone. Do you not deem it a complete waste of time that we're all spending all this time in our house? Wait, what, how would you define a, what, what well, do you mean a let's say, let's say if I've got 80 years, let's say, on this planet, are we oh, wasting what time we have staying indoors? And I appreciate we're doing it for the greater good, but... And to not die. To, yeah, to not die earlier than 80. Um... <laughs> It's just like, oh, I feel like I could be doing stuff. I'm not sure what stuff that is, I should say, but I just, part of me thinks well, I, I think, could be out doing stuff now. I think um, to some extent, in answer to your question, Chris, and therefore to slightly agree with John. Oh, for fuck's with, sake. I'm sorry. I'm so, well, I'm not fully agreeing with John. Oh, right, I, that's I, all right, I, then. I'm not sure I 100% agree with like things being quieter and everything. But uh, in terms of getting things done, I am uh, classically a person whose most sort of achievements involve sitting inside in a darkened room and working on a screen. 
Um, and I have been doing a lot of drawing. I've been, I've started an animation that I'm working on. I've been doing th- these sorts of things, these sorts of things that I normally would do, but they would actually be interrupted by going out and being sociable. Mm. Uh, I'm now getting more of them done. So for me, I'm not wasting my time. I'm not wasting my life. I'm getting, I'm getting quite a decent amount of, of arty stuff done, mm. which is cool. But I think that's only going to keep me going for so long. It is, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it's actually, it's so rare that we are forced, I, I, I just can, either personally, and I guess kind of never as a society, but we're, we're actually being forced to, to stop for a bit, which is kind of yeah, like... Yeah, that's true. And that's weird because like society, capitalist society basically goes, never stop never stopping never stop never stopping yeah <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> but, no, but 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 yeah i i i rev i i, I agree with what you're saying because i feel the pressure it, on an average day like a, a month ago before things start getting crazy even like two weeks ago mm. i felt that constant pressure like I, all i can feel all the time is the relentless march towards the grave like i am <laughs> i am <laughs> I am terrified of the, of the passage of time and I, I have to kind of squeeze something out of every second. That's the way my brain works. Mm. And It's not the worst frame me, of mind to be in, to be fair. Maybe not, but it but it is it is relentless. Like I, I, I'm very bad at slowing down and relaxing because I always feel like I'm spending all my time, be it commuting or being in my day job, I'm always spending time doing stuff which kind of isn't like a priority for me. And so it's actually really, you know, for me, like now being forced to be at home, it it's so weird. Like I'm getting so much done and I feel so much kind of like more content, like in the process. And that's not even with like slacking off my day job. Like I've actually worked really hard on my on my day job. But the last two days, it's been quite intense. But just like not having the pressure of being a, like around people and kind of I guess I just kind of like I'm discovering something about myself which is where as much as I love like as much as I love meeting people interacting and being out there I also kind of clearly there's an introvert in me that is actually kind of loving not having to interact with people in a well, weird way yeah I remember hearing that a definition of an introvert or extrovert is where you get your energy from Right. So uh, an introvert isn't necessarily someone who loves staying inside all the time, staying away from other people, but it's someone who refreshes and regains their energy to do everything in their life by being inside and on their own. Mm. And the same with extrovert, like extroverted people gain their energy by being out and about with lots and lots of people, but are just as much up for being alone as an introvert would be. It's just that they need the energy for that, whereas it's the other way around for an introvert. Which one do you think uh, you guys are? I think I think I'm an introvert because I feel like I build up energy when I'm on my own, and then I get when I when I see people, I suddenly realise how much I've missed hanging out with people, and it all comes flooding out of me like some sort of horrible diarrhea. <laughs> how are you coping, Rev? Because you kind of like <laughs> I, I've always thought of you as kind of like a bit of a social butterfly, like you always kind of like. You know, you're always, you're always out kind of, about. Yeah, you're always moving between parties and raves and big time underground big, discos big and time. stuff like that. Big time. Yeah, well, discos. It's very upsetting that all my raves have been cancelled. 
I'm at the moment. I'm good, but bear in mind, I've re- not really been particularly housebound so far. I've been working up until day before yesterday in the office. So if you ask yeah. me in a week, I might feel differently. But at the moment, I'm fine. I feel like I've got everything in the, in within a thirty second walk that I need at the moment. Frankly, mm-hmm. I've got I've got people here. I've got my I've got the field behind the house. You know, it's I've got all my work stuff here. Um, if I do need to go out, the shops around the corner. There's a park around the corner. I feel I feel alright. I feel I will. I'm, I'll miss the pub and I'll miss going to football and things like that. And I'm already missing the football. But if that's not the be all and end all as far as I see at the moment. This is a sacrifice that we sort of all need to make and all are making for the greater good, and that's fine. It, it yeah. is kind of interesting. It kind of does show how little you kind of need. In, in in a weird way, like I I, I don't want to kind of undersell that, but like, or maybe it just makes you really focus on the things you do need. Mm-hmm. Like, actually, yeah, like I think that's a better way of putting it. Yeah, yeah, because I, you know, I'm very lucky, you know, that we have a house, you know, you know, we have kind of people we care about, you know, we have access to food and all that sort of thing. But you know, my, the only things I'm kind of worrying about is one, can we get food in? You know, yeah. like that's, you know, I'm not saying like, oh, you know, buy a hundred cans of baked beans. I just mean like, is there enough just for everyone? That's the only worry for me. And like, I'll be honest, so. maybe hey, toilet paper as well. You know? Bear in mind, cater for the whole population all year round. So I think we'll be fine. As long, yeah, as, as, long as people aren't dicks or don't continue to be dicks, then we'll be fine. I think it's... Yeah, I think it's that. Don't continue to be dicks. That would yeah. be good. Yeah. I it it is it would be nice if everyone comes out a little better from this. Like yeah. it, we we've we've not had a great run as a species for the last few years. I think I kind think of so. this would wouldn't it be wonderful if a positive out of all this is that we all kind of pause and reassess and kind of I don't know. It's just nice like I can see people out my window like checking on each other you know, the little neighbourhood, you know, we've got nurses coming round to check on some vulnerable people. Yeah, I'll tell you, because you know, I walked Daisy earlier, I went around the corner to walk Daisy in the park. It's amazing the amount of people just sort of hanging out and just go, oh, hello. People seem genuinely more friendly at the moment. Mm. Just if you walk yeah. past someone, they'll say hello and whatever. So that's quite nice. And someone walked past our nice. house earlier and just went, oh, hello, afternoon and all that. And it's just like, ah, oh, it's quite nice. You're like, get off my land. I was like, who the <laughs> fuck are you? Watch out, I have automatic you... tripwire-triggered shotguns just said, ready. So I said, aren't you supposed to be at home? You'll want to be staying inside for three months if you come here again. <laughs> and they went on their way, and I don't regret anything. With a smile and a skip in their step. Yeah. But yeah, so... So, sorry, I know that, that, was, uh, that was a weird little digression, but yeah, that's me. Like, I'm... Uh, yeah, so that that's my hate. I hate what it says about me, but <laughs> I I hope I hope I come out at the end of this a little stronger. And I I think honestly, like it is making me appreciate the people who mean things to me. You know, the people I care about. Like I'm I think, kind of I think, yeah, I think that's a really good thing because what I've noticed is I've started calling people um, and, and chatting to people who ordinarily I may have just waited until the next time I saw them. Yeah. Um, I'm not great at staying in contact with people, staying in contact with my friends who I don't live in the same city as anymore. Um, I'm really, really bad at that. 
And this whole thing has made me think of them more and contact them more. Um, and I really, really like that about this. It is I'll, nice, yeah, yeah. I'll agree with that, definitely. And God, I hope the internet holds out. It better. Yeah. I don't, like I, mean, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't, but then I don't want to be the guy who goes down in history and say that. <laughs> no, put, put everything on black, Nick. Everything on black. It'll be fine. <laughs> you never stop gambling when you're winning. Absolutely. Anyway, so that's my hate. I'll shut up now. Fair enough. Um, I've got hate. Go for it. Yeah. Um, I hate how uh, how toys are advertised. Oh. Okay. Uh, let me go a bit deeper. So you may... I don't really watch toy adverts anymore because I'm a 34-year-old man. Um, but I do still say. like toys. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, but I remember watching toy adverts for as a kid and it'd be things like for action figures or, uh, you know, stuff like that. And you would see hands holding the toys in the shot of the video, but they would be playing in some sort of incredible playset that just doesn't exist. So you'd have like an action figure of, say, Captain America, but there would be city buildings and a half burnt out car and a street. And, you know, um, you'd see a sky in the distance (laughs) and stuff. And it'd be like, what? Where'd they get all of that stuff? Like, all I get is the action figure. I don't get the whole world to play in. And I know, I know what you're going to say. Oh, Nick, it's all in your, it's meant to be in your imagination. Fuck off, is it? I want that city that I can play in. I want all of that, please. Please send it to me. Here's a controversial response. Oh, God. I think scenery, when it comes to toys, is a waste of everybody's time. Jesus Christ. Why? Just why do I need why do I need scenery? The characters move to different locations. I can't have all the fucking scenery. For all yeah, different locations like like your your oh, kitchen oh, floor. Oh, thanks for my Beetleborg. And now I want the place where they hang out. No, no, just pretend. It, no, I tell you why. I tell you why not. It, it, won't matter. it won't remember this, and it won't matter at all. Chris, Chris, silence. This is my time. This is my time to talk. And I'm telling you you why you're wrong. Because if I play on the kitchen floor where there's an old bit of celery and, and, you know, some cat biscuits that Captain America trips over, then that's no fun for me or anyone. Parents. (laughs) That's not a biscuit. That's Batroc Valipa. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Did you, as... As a kid, like you, you, you see these adverts because, like, my summers were always defined by what cartoons are going to be on TV. Yes, and therefore, what adverts will I see during that time? Like, what are the hot toys? Absolutely. And it was one thing to be like, oh, you know, there's this uh, new range of Transformers, or you know, oh, it's uh, uh, Spider-Man action figures, and it's like um, there's a whole new set. I never knew anyone who had the full set like oh, I, I did. did you really because yeah, I, yeah. I would have said I, yeah i would have said that like childhood for me was a weird and 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 the friends knowing my friends and everything it was like a weird combination of feeling amazing when you got something but also never being able to complete anything yeah like never like, having never having as much of it and this is going to sound so entitled <laughs> never having as much of it as i really wanted <laughs> This is very, <laughs> but I really did want more. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like um, it's like having um, 
you know, uh, the original Power Rangers. It'd be like having, uh, you know, the Black Zord, the Red Zord, uh, you know. The Ranger and Zordon. (laughs) You can never make the full Megazord. Like, it's impossible. Like, you'd always be missing a leg. Awesome. Because, uh, that, that that factually did happen with me and my brother because me and my brother were both into Power Rangers mm. and I liked the Blue Ranger and he liked the Black Ranger. So we both got an action figure of our favourite Power Ranger and then I got the Blue Zord and Phil got the Black one and they were the Zords that would transform into their appropriate parts of the Megazord. And that was that. Yeah, that, was the, shit that. that was the end of that story. I'm going to sound spoiled now, but I had the full Megazord proper deluxe everything and then turned wow. into Megazord toy. I always say, I remember you having that. It's probably worth quite a lot now. And I say to them, oh, whatever happened to that Megazord? And she she goes, oh, I think we binned it. And the, the fury, well enough <laughs> The blood just drains <laughs> from your face. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, I'm so Rev, angry about it. Rev, you may not be able to uh, appreciate this because you may be ducked out of Power Rangers when it was still... You know, the golden... Oh, the golden era. Uh, yeah, oh, I, God, I um, don't really remember anything beyond the original Power Rangers. But you know how... You know how in Power Rangers, then, whenever they summoned the Zorgs, you know, throughout the various scenarios, you know, you'd get the big figures, you get people in costumes, you know, cities being destroyed, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, having seen some of the later shows, after a while, they gave up on paying actors... And they very clearly, in the Zord sections, were just holding the toys. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> like, it very, like, the boundaries between, is this a TV show or is this an advert? I, were think, very, yeah. I yeah. think that's very astute. I think that the whole point of shows like Power Rangers were literally only to sell toys. And so it got to the point where it's like, we may as well just use the toys because, like, it's the same. It's the same thing. Why are we making two things of a thing? Why don't we just make one thing? Do a shitty TV show and then just get just sell the toys. Do, do you feel, Nick, that it is your anger directed mostly at vintage adverts or modern day adverts? Well, I mean, as as I say, I don't really watch toy adverts now. I don't actually watch like terrestrial television anymore, so I can't speak for current adverts. Although I have seen a few of them, and I think they are still doing this bullshit. Where they cre- where they create more essentially they're creating more toys but for a single use right so they're they're gonna have to go through the same process injection molding you know manufacture concept design all that work just for the scenery around this toy but they're not gonna sell that to the children oh no waste the time no, they'll just keep that they'll keep you know who get those the Hollywood executives get those toys and they get them and they and they in their off in their fancy glass offices at the top of skyscrapers they've got all these these little cities and these little streets and these little burnt out cars i just want a burnt out car to play with oh my that's god so much to us can you imagine elon musk's playpen like <laughs> that is good god he's got he's got all the ninja turtles he's got the original ecto 1 yeah you know, he's got he's the ninja got... turtle truck that spits out the manhole covers he's got the megazord and the Dragon Zord. Better not be my yeah. Zord. Oh my god. He, <laughs> he might maybe have your does. He might. It's yeah, like a t- probably he's gonna lift up a mega sail. He looks at the bottom of the foot and it just says Chris. <laughs> yeah. Chris. He couldn't, couldn't believe his luck when he found that out of the car boot sale. He was like, not only have I got a Megazord, but I've got Chris Ray's Megazord. Yeah. <laughs> and I bet and I bet he haggled for it as well. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. matter that he doesn't matter that he owns a rocket ship. For crying out loud, Elon Musk isn't playing, isn't paying. You know, co- he's not paying like market price 
no, the second-hand Megazord. No. What's the I imagine that, toy um, you ever owned as a kid? Favourite toy I ever owned? Ooh. Mm. Mm. Um, mm. I had a... I had a box of... You know, like, as a kid, did you have, like... Um, it was like a kind of stackable plastic box, like a kind of crate kind of thing with a lid, and you could kind of like stack stuff on top of them. This was your favourite toy? Just I... the empty box, you know. And... <laughs> I love a box! <laughs> but no, but my point is, I had a, uh, a kind of stackable box, like a kind of storage box, just full of random Lego bits. Ah. It's a bit oh, of a yeah. cop-out, if I'm honest, because... No, 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 Lego's it strong. Was, it was a... But but like I had like uh, I was very I was very lucky I had some proper Lego sets which I kept separate you know like a oh, it's, right. a spa- it's a spaceship or it's a um, oh I see yeah yeah or it's a bionicle that kind of thing you know keep them a little separate but for some reason a load of like just smashed up bricks had ended up in uh, a box and for me that was probably my favorite thing because it was a gateway to my imagination oh. i would just um i would make things like i made uh, i would make little um superheroes out of lego or i'd um you know, I'd uh, yeah, Power Rangers. I made the Power Rangers out of Lego. You did, uh, yeah. I didn't really have any Power Rangers figurines, but I would make <laughs> Lego Zorgs, which would themselves join together to make a Mega Zord, if you will. If you will, mm. yeah. I think <laughs> okay. that, I think I think the the value for money I got out of that Saka Lego was amazing. Sacco Lego. Sacco. Um, <laughs> having had the time to not listen to John and come up with my own. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, that's the subtitle of the show. <laughs> it is. Um, I think my favourite toys were Mighty Max. Oh, oh my God. Mighty Max. The and I'll tell you why. A Polly Pocket. Indeed. And I'll tell you for why. Because they came with their own little world. Yeah. They had their, they had their beautiful little context. They didn't need uh, the extra shit around that they didn't sell, like the, the setting and the world and everything, because it was a pocket world. And that was pretty cool. You see, I'm going to stop you right there because I had oh, a I had a couple of Mighty Maxes, and I actually found Mighty Mache. Um, <laughs> Plural. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I found the uh, I found them limiting, if I'm honest. <laughs> oh no! Because you know, when I've got a Lego man and a carpet. You know, it can be anything. It can be a desert. It can be an ocean. But when I've yeah. got a little oh, Mighty Max, you're talking like a madman. It's Lego yeah. carpet, John. <laughs> listen, Step. listen. Look, what you need is more Mighty Maxes. Sorry, Mighty Mache. Mighty Mache. If you have like 12 Mighty Maxes, and I'm not sure I ever had that many, but you could jump from world to world. Yeah. And then there's a multiverse right in front of you. That was, yeah, see? I just you also want... have loads of clones of Max himself, though, which was weird. This is like, give, give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. Give a man a fishing rod, he'll play a ton of lego on a carpet or something because what i mean it's like lego i think you've got can be too mixed up there john somehow don't don't give me a toy with constraints like i don't want a mighty max who's you know oh he's got to he's got to solve the mystery of the wolf ship which i think was one of them 
Um, no, I just yeah, just, just yeah, just just give me. I want a Mighty Max who can do anything. Like the only the only setting I need, the only plastic <laughs> cityscape I need is in my mind. You know, it's in my mind's eye. You know, there's look, Nick. There is nothing I as knew, beautiful as a child's imagination. I knew I'd know? get this bullshit from you guys. I knew I would. <laughs> That's why. That's why I brought this to the table. To be You're an artist, for God's <laughs> sake. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm an artist whose whose entire mind of of fantastic inspiration was built on the good toys, the toys that gave me like rich fuel to uh, to to be inspired by. Hey, yeah. rich adverts that inspired me. <laughs> You know, let, let's let's pan let's let's imagine a hypothetical scene in which a young Nick is playing in his beautiful, you know, handmade cityscape with his Captain America action figure. Where yeah. can Captain America go? He can't go anywhere. He's he he feels like he's king of the world because he's got a city, but really he's a prisoner of your limited imagination. He's a whereas, prisoner of my tiny city. Whereas a wizened toy maker hands me a wooden wheel and a stick. And I'm like, oh, I could go anywhere. I could go to the moon. And I run down the road with nothing but my imagination and and a boy's favourite toy. And To be fair, um, it may be that I was trained into this due to a lack of getting what I wanted, you know. <laughs> so I, I think maybe maybe that I, this was what I always wanted, but because I could never have it, the advertising worked in its own horrible, horrible way. Yeah. And I, Because, of course, I did play with these toys without any setting, and I did play with them on the floor covered in bits of old spring onion and I, and I had a great old time. So even though I came out smelling a bit like spring onion, so, you know, moral of the story is I guess, damn it, they fucking worked. Uh, Rev, I don't think we got an answer to to the question of what was your favourite toy. What was my favourite toy as a kid? I yeah, remember sure. my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action figures. I used to have hours of fun with them. There you go. Did you, have, did you have turtles, did you? I still have them somewhere. They're in the garage somewhere. My mum didn't sell those, did she? <laughs> well, they could be worth something. They might be, yeah. I've, they're like from the mid-90s cartoon. Yeah, the best the best, the one. best one, exactly. Um, yeah, I had all of them. And I think I had a shredder as well. Oh, What player shredder was. Wait. Oh, yeah, what a ledge. Come to come to think of it, Nick, did 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 you even get a word in Edgeways among my my diatribe? What was your favourite? Yeah, Mac. I said Mighty Max. Mighty Max. Oh, Mighty Max. Well, Sorry, yeah, we did get it all. Listen up. Well, that was like two Nick, seconds ago. Nick gets a get out of jail free. I don't want to listen to John card. Why can't I? Why can't I play one occasionally? <laughs> what you don't want to listen to John? <laughs> his, his, even his... you don't want to listen to John. <laughs> hey. Hey. I, I, hey, I'm having to, I'm having to listen to a lot of John right now. You know. <laughs> It's just me in my in my prison here. Um, I here's a weird thing. I always found like um, I'm getting like a weird kind of like it's like ASMR, but for like an imaginary feeling. Like Rev, oh. you're talking about like you're talking about like a teenage mutant ninja turtle action figure. Sure. And I'm imagine, and even though I never owned one, in my head I can vividly picture what it felt like to hold one of those action figures like yes, how yeah, the, yeah. the weird kind of ridges on yeah. their the shell and everything yeah like flashbulb memory sort of thing going on yeah i tell you what used to bug me action figures where the arms were kind of bent into a preset pose oh, in a weird way yeah 
Yeah. Like, if you give me an action figure who who is only designed to hold, say, a gun in one position, that would really just gen my marbles because I'm like, I, I want a, I want a dude who's who's kind of like he he can just be. He can, he can, you know, take part in any scenario. My a young boy's imagination can picture, like, oh, is he saving the space president, or is he, you know, kind of fighting? Is he killing the space president? Yeah, or is he killing the space (laughs) president? You know, he can do it all. But it's like when you try and have a meeting of all your little heroes, and one dude always looks like he's holding an an invisible gun. I'd be like, "Mm, are you all right? (laughs) Are you having a stroke? (laughs) It's why I like. It's why I like Lego. You know, you can buy. You can buy into the shared unreality of everyone being yellow and having claws for hands. <laughs> because at least it's consistent. You can get away with anything if it's consistent. Everyone's got rickets. Is that can right? Imagine, can you imagine if you met a Lego... I used to, I used to think about this. Yeah, I mean, well, well, hopefully we're not getting rickets right now. You know, eat a lime or something. But like, <laughs> I, I used to think if you scaled a Lego person up to human dimensions. Oh god. How, oh. They'd be mo- they'd be monstrous. They would be horrifying. I they, think there's an artist who's drawn uh, realistic Lego people. You should look it up. It's, it's, it's like there's a latex mask like of, of human flesh but a Lego man's shape. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That, oh. That's pretty freaky. Mm. Oh. I mean, you think about it like their legs would almost be as thick as they are tall you know they've yeah, got really true. big chunky legs they'd chafe wouldn't they if you tried to walk with those legs there'd be oh. a lot of chafe in there well there we go I've got a hate. I think we're all just picturing that now okay please save us well I've been thinking a lot about cleanliness lately um, just because there's a virus going around you may have heard um, oh god back on the virus and it's got me thinking Mate. that uh, I've had so many run-ins with this particular uh, element of cleanliness that I think I'm going to hate it from now on. And that is air fresheners. I hate everything. Air fresheners. Have you ever smelled of air freshener that's not just major eyes water or major nose run or anything like that? Have you ever met, have you ever experienced one that's made you genuinely think, ah, that's very nice. And it's just not assaulted you. Is that, I'm I'm a hundred percent with you. I'm completely against both of you. What? I, I, I refer to crafting a smellscape in my house, right? And uh, I have the one of those... you just say? <laughs> I, I'm crafting a smellscape that uh, is specifically designed based on an air freshener, automated air freshener that fires off every 30 minutes or so, coupled with candles that all complement that overall smell to create a delightful cover of the shit that cat shit that my house would otherwise smell. Did, did you have a mental. smell consultant? Uh, no, I don't need a smell consultant. I'm an expert. <laughs> but what? How have you become <laughs> an like... expert? Uh, experimentation mostly, what, like trial and error. Yeah, yeah. There was, there's been a lot of bad days. <laughs> the thing is, like, if I march, you know, if I if I emerged from my room wearing a dressing gown and I had a copy of it, I've had like the latest newspaper under my arm, and I marched towards the toilet and ra- loudly announced to the house that I was about to craft a smellscape, um, <laughs> you know, I'd be arrested and, and they'd be right to do so. Like, why yeah. why why is your sick why is your sick fetish allowed to continue? Because mine's apple and cinnamon. Yeah, but does it really smell like apple and cinnamon? Yeah. Does it though? Or does it I smell? Mean, does it? Does it just smell like spray? <laughs> that it just gets you a bit wet. 
but not not like wet properly. Yeah, it's just a normal. Oh, yeah, no, 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 you're thinking of 4DX Cinema, I think. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, I'd like to put my hate, please. <laughs> I'm, I am 100% with Chris Ray on this because I, I do feel that, like, whatever a scented candle or a, uh, say, a air freshener is meant to smell like, it generally just smells like, I don't know, a fire in a... Um, a it smells like a fire in a cereal factory. You know, like you, it's like, oh, it's cinnamon. Is it cinnamon or is it burning golden Graham's? Yeah, you know, mm. and and Graham, the night security man, because you know, bless him, he couldn't get out in time. Like, but he is, is god damn it, the most cinnamon smelling man I've ever known. So, oh god, yeah, like what what a funeral! It's gonna be beautiful. <laughs> but like, I, it is aggressive. Those those yeah. smells are aggressive. I think this is where the trial and error aspect comes in, though, because you can't trust what it says on the fucking can. You know, not only do, do some smells not necessarily able, line up. I should be able to trust what it says on a can of air freshener. No, 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 no. This is you've got to get you've got to you've got to craft it. You've got, this is an art. This what? is a skill. Why have I got to work for it? It's like having a delicious meal. You can't just buy a ready meal. At, oh shit! Um, you <laughs> you've got to you've got to put some effort in. You've got to put some craft in to get a delicious meal. Same way with smellscape in your house. I I think that's a lot of effort and a lot of cost and a lot of time you're spending on on getting your house to smell satisfactory. It's only like twenty five percent of my salary. It's like, <laughs> I I love I I love. What I used to love walking through a meadow of beautiful I flowers. Used to love. I remember, grand, granddad. What was it like before the quarantine? Back in the oh, clean days. Oh, back in the clean era. I used to. <laughs> we used to frolic in the fields, coughing on people. It was beautiful. <laughs> like I love, I love skipping through a meadow. You know, with the beautiful, you know, so summer flowers. So does Theresa May. Yeah, much like Theresa May, I loved running through the cornfields. Now, me saying that to you, saying I love the smell of wildflowers, that's great. Mm. If you then took a field's worth of flowers, blended them mm. in an industrial harvester, you know, kind of extracted the precious oils, uh, condensed them into a pressurised canister, mm. and then blasted them into my nasal cavity... Mm. Um, that is not the same. That is actually a form of assault. Mm. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. If someone punched you in the face while they were holding a flower, they've still punched you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> if someone has a handful of paprika yeah. and they smash their palm upwards into your nose and a bit gets in your mouth and eyes, that is not the same as appreciating um, Romanian cuisine. Exactly. World, well, no. world apart. Yeah. I mean, I think I can definitely agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> the other problem I've had with air fresheners, and they, these are the sort of the newfangled air fresheners, the plug-ins and what have you. Um, there's also mm. one that sprays intermittently. Um, yeah. It's, a, it's like it looks like a little vase, I suppose, or something like that. They, 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 they make it look like it in your house, which is bull. Yeah, it it just looks like a fucking air freshener. Anyway. Um, I, it does I, look like an my older sister got one when they first came out, and uh, I when we used to go down there, uh, I would sleep in the lounge in a sleeping bag, uh, just on the floor, whatever. Um, and one night I was trying to sleep, and I just heard every 10 15 minutes or so, I just heard, Psst. Psst. <laughs> I've got a I've got a secret for you, Chris. I, gen I genuinely was like, <laughs> what the fuck is that? 
So I've got a smelly secret for you. So anyway, long story short, everyone wakes up in the morning and I've locked myself in the downstairs toilet. Again. <laughs> because the air freshener was pusting at me for the whole night. And I, your... I thought it was a ghost. That's your solution for everything, yeah. just locking yourself in a toilet. So that's another reason I don't like air fresheners. Um, the, uh, the air fresheners, the way they work, the, the little uh, automated ones, every now and then, obviously, the canister runs out. You've got to like replace it and put a new stench in, stench cube in. Um, and uh, Ali replaced ours recently, and she put it in the wrong way around. <laughs> so every time the uh, little motor pressed the button on top, it just fired into the internal workings of the thing itself. Oh, my God, you invented an anti-sound and an anti-smell. It's like... What's the sound of one hand clapping? What's the sound of a smell firing backwards? Like I can't comprehend I it. I know it's like yeah, the anti the anti wave that cancels out fragrance. I don't know, but what actually happened was that it all solidified in all the gears and uh, and broke. So don't don't do that if you want a smellscape. So what was your was this kind of like a what was the result of that? Was it like? Uh... You know, uh, nothing happened. It was just like a little whimper, or was it like the uh, Chernobyl of? Um, <laughs> yeah, the top blew off, and we were all irradiated. <laughs> no, it was very underwhelming, actually. Yeah. Surely the underlying issue here is why does your house smell of feces constantly? Yeah, because we have a house cat who has two litter trays, and she likes to poop regularly. Regularly. That's is it possible your cat why is... I wouldn't get a cat because they shit indoors? Well, well, I mean, most cats don't. If they go out, they don't. They tend to shit outside. Oh, that's good. Well, maybe I'll get a cat. But if you if you have a house cat, which is our specific situation, then they do shit in your house. Yes. Yeah, our our, our, our cat will not shit in the house. See, he, he's very particular <laughs> about that sort of thing. Oh, I thought because you threatened him. <laughs> <laughs> not after the incident. <laughs> not after you had a talking to. Actually, our cat is. Like with the changing weather and us being home all the time, he's spending a lot of time outdoors and his every whim is being catered to. Like he wants to come in, we let him in. We want to feed him, you know, we feed him. I think he's drunk like 24 <laughs> seven. It's like, it's like if you give, you give a child too much of a good thing and they'll never understand boundaries. It's like Bradley looks drunk 24 seven. It's like oh, he, he spent the entire day sleeping under a bush in the garden. And then he just kind of like staggered towards the house, like with like you know. I turned my back for a second. He's behind me, like bleary eyed, kind of blinking, and like all his all his furs kind of mushed up. I'm like, are you all right? Like, I think you'll be glad when we go back to work. Indeed, yeah, pretty much. So, do we have any uh, any community hates? Yeah, yeah, we do actually. Um, there's a little, um, there's a little uh, combo. Uh, no, 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 they're all hates. That's good. Good work, team. Good work. Good work. Yeah, keep the joy <laughs> okay, so um, dipping into the mailbag, uh, friend of the show, uh, Alexander Heritage, long time listener, Heritage, long, long, long time listener, long time supporter, says, um, and again, we're gonna we're gonna touch upon some topical issues here. Oh, he geez. says, I hate how you don't see enough of the good news, uh, like for example, how China's cases of coronavirus have decreased, or how it's looking likely the virus may be slowing down in the summer, which will hopefully give us all some breathing room. Hey. It would be much better if there just were no virus. Yeah, that'd be the best news. That would be the best scenario. Jesus Christ. I mean, g- give us something. Oh, um, 
Uh, We're trying, yeah? No, the summer will be good when we can hug one another once again. Look, this is a bad situation, and I think he raises raises a good point. You know, you look out the window, the sun is still shining, we are taking these precautions, there are good things happening in the world, it doesn't all have to be doom and gloom. That's a positive, you know, yay, in a a bad situation. Chris Ray? Whatever, yeah, whatever. Get you oh, all right. be smiling for all you know. I'm, You're not. I'm not, no. No. Um, yeah. You're, you're killing me, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Okay, yeah. Agreed. Okay, um, no, you're right. Look, there is positivity out there. I mean, look at us. Hey, well, hey. kind of. Ooh, we're smiling. Got uh-huh. a bit of soft throat, but that's irrelevant. Okay. Um, oh, God. Okay. Um, okay, Likewise, friend of the show, uh, Simon Puggleton the Fourth, long-term hey, listener, the fourth of the noble uh, says, Puggleton clan of hey. of the uh, New Hampshire Puggletons yeah, says, uh, being a key worker, I hate that people cannot follow simple and basic instructions. It's not fucking rocket science. There we go. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's Good. okay. I mean. <laughs> Um, what what I found really interesting, and maybe this is just kind of uh, the last echo of some of the general anger we feel as a society, is that um, I was chatting to uh, you know my, my my parents the other day, and they had tons of stories about young people doing stupid things uh, and breaking the rules of lockdown, for example. Yeah, sure. And um, I can probably bring to mind tons. Tongues of case studies of old people doing the same thing. <laughs> so, so maybe, maybe this is like, uh, you know, I think the real message here is that stupid is as stupid does, really. Yeah, and it's kind of weird. Like, you do, you do, you've got to hope that they've just been hyped up through social media, but you do get these kind of like anecdotal stories about people running out to have, say, a barbecue because, you know, everyone's at home. You know, or uh... yeah, um, I heard a story about a pub doing a lockdown lock-in, where after lockdown was announced, they invited loads of people, loads of people to the pub and locked the doors so they were all inside, <laughs> and they had a big lock-in drinking session. Brilliant! So that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's going to sound like a really good idea up until about two a.m., <laughs> and then people are going to try and leave, yeah. and the bartender's like, "No, oh, you can't leave. No, w- were we not clear?" We're burning the pub down. It's lockdown, love. This isn't fun and games, my friend. I do like the amount of parties and uh, video conference uh, events that are being organised, though. I've got a, with my yeah, lot, we've organised a weekly quiz on a Thursday from now on. So we're doing a weekly quiz on a Thursday. Um, there's birthday parties. There's people's birthdays coming up, so there's talk of birthday parties via Zoom. Brilliant. I mean, it's 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 really? making the best of a bad situation. This oh, is yeah. what I'm talking about. The internet must not die, or there will be panic. There will be rioting on the streets. Imagine it's if this happened in 1998. Oh my god! Sweet Jesus! Oh my, oh my god! I mean, um... we'd all be on our GeoCities websites. <laughs> <laughs> no, Desperately we'd all be... updated. <laughs> scrolling we'd... text. <laughs> We'd all be on the one GeoCities site yeah. which existed in 98. That's right, yeah. We'd be watching a dancing hamster. If this sort of thing is to happen over and over indoors, it might as well happen now where we've got access to all this wonderful content. That's true. Like this podcast, like, for example. For example. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, like uh, like the Royal Mail, neither hail nor rain nor what, what's the saying? They've got like a neither snow nor hail nor global pandemic will prevent us yeah, from. That is the saying. Yes, delivering, delivering quality yeah. content. It's very um, catchy. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Yeah, but for God's sake, people, you know, be sensible. Please, 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 stay at home. It's not a challenge. You know, it's not a suggestion. It's not a challenge. It doesn't matter how healthy or fit you feel. Do a little, you know, do some good for people around you. Please. We're all all quite lucky in that we're with our spouses and we've got access to everything we need. Obviously, it's harder for some people, but it's compared to what some people have done in the past. It's really fucking easy. Yeah. Yeah, it's very true. And if you're feeling really isolated, why not um, get into the dark web? You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe now's the time to join a forum, eh? Oh, God, yeah. that's worse than the dark web. Um, yeah. Maybe it's time, yeah, to invest in, like, some illegal cloning technology or something. Yeah, oh, that'd be cool. create, Yeah, just create a friend. Imagine if there's a major, like, breakthrough in some kind of weird element of science during all this. Because someone's been locked down and it's like, oh, yeah, I've learned how to perfect cloning. <laughs> As a result yeah. of coronavirus. And we think... Oh, well, it's, it's probably worth it then. That's true. That'd be now nice, we can clone our, yeah, cool. ourselves. So that's pretty cool. Hey, good that's, pretty good. that's pretty good. Yeah, because good I'm thing. sure I'm sure having like just more people running around will really yeah. help, you know, the current problems we're facing. Yeah, I believe so. Big time. Okay, I've got another got another hate, which is maybe uh, a bit more down to earth. Um, Ned Newbury, uh, you know, good person, long term uh, fan of the show, says, um, I hate, and I'm sure this is something we could all relate to, certainly given the current scenario. I hate how the instructions on frozen food always get it to edible rather than crispy or golden. <laughs> no one likes a soggy fish finger, disgust. No. Um, oh, what do we? What are we defining as a soggy fish finger? What are we? What are we talking here? Well, I, I guess the the alternative would be how far. When does a fish finger become inedible? Um, I there's a there's a bell curve here, isn't there? Because there's there's wet and frozen at one end, and there's black and solid at another. I've never cooked a fish finger to black. It's just never happened. No, I reckon I probably. I don't know how you'd cook unless you like left it in there for hours. How you would cook a like yeah. a, a essentially something that has already been made and burn it. <laughs> can oh, I, oh, I find a way. Can we all agree that fish fingers are amazing? Yeah, fish fingers, fish are, great. fingers are fantastic. Is, is that like a? Is, I haven't had one in a while, actually. Oh. Shit. Yeah, no, I've got to say, that fish fingers are one of the things that people are clearly hoarding. Because, or really? not hoarding, but there's a bit of a run on fish fingers because they are, a, you know, there's definitely a gap in the frozen aisle, is what I'm saying. Mm. So, whenever I'm struggling for something to eat, I just want like a little snack or something small for tea, I'll go, oh, I might have a fish finger sandwich. Oh, yes, that's a great choice. Every time. Oh, my yeah. God. It's a great choice. They are good. As a, as a kid, like, I'd, I'd love a fish finger. But what I really loved oh. what was the coating. What, the right. Golden breadcrumbs, you mean? That would you just, would you just lick it off and just leave the fish I, behind? I, 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 I would say <laughs> that I would... Um, I had so much chicken last night, I thought I was going to die. I would, <laughs> I would trim the ends. Right. I, would, I would run my knife along the side of a fish finger. 
Uh, and then I would flip open the skin like I was kind of um, a surgeon. Uh, I was going to say like uh, a uh, like I just killed a deer uh, <laughs> in the wild. Like I was kind of just like you know skinning, skinning my it. skinning yeah. my prize. Sure, sure. And I would um, scoop out the fish from the interior because really, who cares? That, that's just structural, you know. Yeah, you that's like you, bones. Yeah, I'm not buying. I'm not buying fish for God's sake. I'm buying a fish finger, you yeah. know, and. Um, and then, I want to finish up by fucking fish. Yeah, so once I got rid of all that like nasty white sea meat, mm. um, <laughs> I would fold the uh, kind of empty, vacant, uh, kind of um, crispy casing. skin. Yeah, the casing, if you will. Yeah, the shell. And yes. I, I'd, um, I'd get like a, a nice little pocket of kind of grease and bread. And um, ooh, I'd um, pop that right in my mouth. And uh, it was lovely. Mm, it was good, good eating. Okay. How do we feel about that? Um, I mean, principally, I agree with you, but yeah. the description was just, it was quite a lot to take in, I think. But uh, we probably lost a few listeners, I guess. But I mean, that's, yeah. that's fine. We can recover from we a can, few. We can, yeah, we can, we can lose a few. That's fine. Yeah. So, uh, sorry to see you go, but I understand. Okay, well, nowadays, in, in my, in my <laughs> you know, in my golden years, I've discovered that, uh, you know, obviously a nice fish finger sandwich is very nice, um, mm. lovely. Uh, again, a bit of a run on bread at the moment. So I've opened my, uh, I've opened my horizons to a fish finger fajita wrap. That's oh, a, yeah. that, that's a yeah. nice thing to eat, you know, throw a few fish fingers in a, a little knuckle sandwich, if you will. Uh, you know, a bit of um, bit of uh, spinach. You know, a little bit of tartar sauce. It's lovely. Oh, a bit of mayo. Oh, I tell you what. I, I think, think we've gone off a bit topic though oh. from Ned's uh, point. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he hates how if you follow the instructions, you will only ever get edible rather than crispy or golden. Yeah. I think that is true, except for pizza. Whereas if you cook a frozen pizza and you follow the follow to the letter, it will be burned. Really? It's the other way around. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. That's my. Maybe I just have an overpowered oven that's just keen to cremate everything. But that's that's what I've seen. I mean, actually, my oven did cremate my whole actual kitchen, and I had to call the fire brigade. So I guess I guess maybe I'm I'm the idiot. I'm the asshole here. <laughs> yeah, maybe there's something seriously wrong with. I guess you have a new oven now because it. Joking aside, it did blow up your kitchen and it your, did. Yeah, and the new one's very, very fancy and I think sentient. So, like, yeah, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe the fault is. I'll, I'll look into it, guys. Don't worry, I'll look into it. It's fine. Is it, Don't worry is about it like me. you put in a tray of fish fingers and you know, hoping for you know, oh, I'll, I'll, this will be done in thirteen minutes at at uh, two ten, uh, you know, degrees centigrade. Two ten. Who's and, cooking at two ten? Jesus. That's for fish fingers instructions. You're not cooking at two ten, John. I'm John. cooking it. I'm cooking at two ten. Two ten. Is that what fish fingers say? That's insane. Yeah, two, that's in two ten. Two ten. Two ten. Two ten. Two ten. You're cooking at that. Two, no wonder your kitchen's on fire. Two well, ten. My kitchen would be fair. You for thirteen minutes. Oh, no, I'm, no, I'm not. No, I'm not cooking on two ten. Two ten. That's unbelievable. Not since the incident. That'll just that'll just get that'll cremate in a two ten. Two ten, unbelievable. You are talking about two ten? Have you got a fan oven, John? Have I got a what? Have you got a fan oven? Yeah, I got a fan oven. You don't want to be cooking at two ten. I'm cooking at two ten. Even if it says on the packet you don't want to be cooking at two ten, you want to be cooking at one eighty max on a fan oven. (laughs) Look, I don't want to get into the pedigree. 
of Captain Berg's eye, all right? We've devoted a whole episode to him in the past. but And rightly so. That man, that man, he's fought and died to be the captain. You know, like yeah. how many iterations of the captain have we experienced? Four? I'm countless. I'm countless. If, yeah. you're, if you're cooking things with three, ten, John, I'm concerned. Look, okay, look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a naval man. I'm not a maritime man. But when the captain, he's not, he's not like, um, he yeah. outranks all of us. Yeah, he's not like Citizen Bergseye. He's Captain <laughs> Bergseye. All right, he's not Officer Bergseye. He used to be, but he's not anymore. When he raises the flag, we answer the call. And if he tells me to cook a fish finger, which he lost countless men bringing that fish finger to you. If he tells me to cook it for 13 minutes at 2.10, you're damn right I'm going to cook it for 13 minutes at 2.10, and I'm going to enjoy it. Captain Birdseye has been killing fish since we were babies, and he knows what temperature to set his oven to before he chucks it into the ocean and fills it with dead, hot fish to then serve to your doorstep, which I'm pretty sure is how it works. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 2.10. Unbelievable. 2.10. It's like um, it's like it's I like, don't agree with John, but I'm getting really into this whole bird's eye is the like oracle of everything. Look, thing, so. look, okay, look. There are not many, you know. There are there are few gogs. There are few perfect people we can rely upon. But look, <laughs> Mister Mr. Kipling rose Mr. Kipling. to Mister yeah. Kipling rose to the top of his pie game, and Captain Birdseye no. fought and slaughtered his way no. to the top of the fish I game. So many men for it. Mister Kipling was an opportunist who had no competitor. <gasps> if Mr. Kipling you shut your no, liar's no, mouth. If Mr. Kipling launched his business now, he'd get nowhere at those prices. <laughs> he would he makes God damn it, he makes exceedingly good cakes. But does they he are know, exceedingly he makes, good. He, are they though? They well, are. Actually, no. well they are no, a bit dry don't. sometimes. No, they are You're a bit Philistine. Dry. They are that, a bit. that rich apple filling. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but quite often it's half half filling. A rich apple filling. I asked for a Viennese whirl. (laughs) (laughs) Look, okay, I don't know what highfalutin, you know, angel delight nonsense you're living in. Oh, don't, don't talk to me about angel delight. Don't. Oh, sorry, yeah. Shitting again. Oh, jeez, yeah. Red Tide starring uh, Sean Connery over here. Um, (laughs) No, but, you know, an apple pie. An apple pie. It's quintessential. It's beautiful. He's worked right. so hard um, on that pie. Agree to disagree. Um, on what? No. I don't know. I'm just trying to end, <laughs> I'm just trying to end this. I thought, I thought we had a second point there. I was going to be... No, like... I really had a second point. <laughs> well, can we agree? Okay, can we at least agree that while we, mo- while we may not support their methods, Mr. Kipling and Captain Bergseye got where they got through through elbow grease and you know an effort and above reproach yeah and a trail of dead bodies so many dead I've got oh. a love two ten oh, yeah. I've got a love you sh- you shut your you're, you're lucky we're not in the same room right now because there there would be issues okay <laughs> I've I've got right. a love go on I love the branding marketing. And models associated with selling garden pool equipment. Okay. Okay. Okay, So, come with me on a journey. 
you're walking through, well, obviously you're not doing it right now. Uh, imagine a Halcyon era in which you could go to, say, um, a home base or a B&Q of the brand. Okay, hold on, hold on, uh, hold on. Okay, imagine yeah, it. Yeah, no, okay, I'm there, it, I'm there, I'm there. So it's kind of like now, but you're not in your house, okay. and you're walking around without restrictions. Oh, oh okay, oh. that's not what I had. Okay, I'll, I'll do that. Okay, okay you're not okay, surrounded by walls. Okay, yeah. so other brands are available, but you've gone to an outdoor hardware kind of store sort of thing. Uh, and you could be there to buy some tools. You could be there to buy some lovely wallpaper, but you're not. You're there to oh. buy a freestanding inflatable rigid pool mm. for your back okay. garden. Mm. It's a hot summer. You want to entertain your kids. Okay. Seems unlikely, but okay. Come with me on this journey. Um, okay. So you are browsing the inflatable swimming pool area. Sure. Now you are seeing on the boxes, a number of models, both male and female, uh, enjoying the outdoor swimming pool. Indeed. Now, if you are the marketing team selling an outdoor swimming pool, you are faced with a challenge in that nobody gets into an outdoor, you know, freestanding inflatable swimming pool fully clothed. That's not, that's not how swimming pools work. No. So you have to take photographs of people in swimwear oh God. enjoying a swimming pool yes so you have to walk an incredibly fine line between is this sexy or oh. is or is this practical <laughs> yeah. because we are selling a swimming pool Iconic and i place. well here's the thing here's the <laughs> thing yeah it's a family affair it's a family affair rev you know you've got it's, it's family like, you know, affair this is not titillating you know, be it male or female, you know, we're seeing some skin, but it has to be very respectful. And I <laughs> I love the mental gymnastics which the, photog- the photographer and the marketing team have gone through to ensure that while there is a person in a semi-nude state enjoying this outdoor swimming equipment, <laughs> they are in no way sexualized. And they are they are always sitting in a manner which is very respectful. Not like a human being sits. Yeah, (laughs) it's like okay, we've got to appreciate the human form and and a semi naked human body because you are you are in swimwear. However, we're going to do everything we can to completely neuter any (laughs) any human feeling that might be elicited by seeing a semi naked body. And yet, here's the thing, John. It doesn't work because when I go down that aisle, holy shit, am I aroused? <laughs> do, you reckon, God. do you reckon? Do you reckon there's anyone who's ever been to B and Q and like been chucked out because they're getting so randy at the end? <laughs> yes, it was me. <laughs> there must be someone. Yeah, someone. there was. Yeah, it is. It is it, it's kind of one of those things where, like, okay, that's that's a good example. It's like, say, you desperately, for whatever reason needed uh needed stimulus to become aroused i guess the the, the kind of um the I mean, challenge do, to be fair. i mean but the challenge would be how much imagination do i have to pour into this image of somebody <laughs> selling a swimming pool 
Well, as we've made clear earlier in this podcast, I don't use my imagination. I refuse to. Um, yeah. And so it, it all has to be there on the box for me, I'm afraid. But this is my point, though. It's like, what now, Nick? I mean, you've worked, I mean, you do work in marketing. You've been on photo shoots. It's like the energy required to actively tone down just a human body to yeah. make it like a piece of furniture to make it like not i don't say unattractive because these people are professional then, models but you're right though but this is the thing is that like obviously i've been on photo shoots with models and we've been trying to sell or sexify things that are very very not sexy there's things like you know fencing and uh, <laughs> bits of bits of two before wood kind of thing and oh. what we do uh, you know, uh, um, what our photographer at least does is he does try and make it sexy in a way. Like, for example, there, there will be shots where we've got like a workman lifting some wood and you can see a rippling muscle in his arm, you know? And it's, we're, we're both like, I look over his shoulder at the screen. I'm like, oh, that's a good, that's a good one. Oof, oof. And, uh, but the truth is, is that a little bit of sexy does make something sparkle and, and look a bit nicer, but you can't now do that in this scenario. <laughs> This is, this is what I mean. This is why it is so obscure because, okay, these are the options. Right? If you're selling, say, underwear, be it yeah. male or be it female, the, generally the way these, adver this, these adverts work is you have an attractive person yep. wearing that clothing so that you can you know, look at that and go, either I wish you know I looked like that, I'm going to buy it, or I wish my significant other looked like that. I'm going to buy yeah. it. That's like, that's the journey. So they, they... Or you just buy it because it, you know, because you need something to look at. Yeah, you know, yeah, you exactly. Time, you know. Yeah. So people kind of like, <laughs> that, that. that's the marketing journey. As you say, you're, you know, that's an obvious kind of sexy thing. Like you're making yeah, it cool. kind of sexy. And then you have, as, as you were kind of suggesting, Nick, you have the kind of other thing where like, say you're trying to sell cashew milk or something like that. <laughs> and you're like, do you make that sexy or how do you make that practical? No, but here's my point. Cashew milk is boring as hell. So you're like, how do we make people care about cashew milk? And we, and the photographer and the marketer is maybe going to go, I've got it. Let's make it sexy. Yeah. So yeah. You, you're going to hire a, a beautiful model to hold your bottle of cashew milk like and they're david gonna dickinson. yeah like david dickinson you know in his in his um you know borat mankini <laughs> looking like an that? old looking like an old purse uh. wrapped in an old <laughs> slap bracelet um <laughs> and that's gonna be that's gonna be your imagery it's like oh you know be beautiful person bit of skin i the feelings of the sexiness of that person are going to make me want to buy the cashew milk. But then yes. we come full circle to, as I said before, selling a swimming pool. And you're like, <laughs> I can't How sex. How do we do this? I can't sex up a swimming pool. A swimming pool. Like if I if I have a beautiful model being sexy in swimwear in a swimming pool, everyone's going to go like, well, that's a bit crass, you know? This is a also family... a, little, a little distracting, potentially, as well. Yeah, it's like, oh, this, is a, this is a family swimming pool. So, like, we can't sex it up. So you've got to sex it down. And it's sex like... It down. And yet, and yet, you can't sex it down because no one climbs into a swimming pool wearing a fully respectable, like, nun's outfit. Like, you've got, to be, in a, you've got to be in a swimsuit 
but you've got to be like unthreatening and unsexy. It's so weird. Like it's, it's like it, it's Nobody so hard. Smiled in a swimming pool as much as people in photographs either. Nobody no. smiles in a swimming pool. It's just desperately it's trying true. not to drown. No, <laughs> nobody keeps their hair dry in a swimming pool yeah, either. That's a good point. Excepting yeah. photos. Because mm. they've only just climbed in. <laughs> so I apologise, but that is my incredibly specific... I love just how I look at this picture and all I can think of is... The, the 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 tears, the blood and sweat that went into choosing that exact shot, that exact framing, <laughs> going like, okay, guys, we've been dealt a rough hand. We've <laughs> this is the this is the thing we've got to sell. This is the canvas we're working with. How can we make it as boring as possible and still sell this thing? Go. <laughs> what a brief. And, and what a time to be alive. So, yeah, th- th- these are the weird things I that go through my head when I'm browsing a, a hardware store, or as I used to browse hardware stores. God, I, oh, God. God, I miss hardware stores. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that, that, that is my love, anyway. Cool. I've got a love. Oh, yeah. Go on, then. I love Miraculous Ladybug. Haven't we talked about this before? No, this doesn't. I mean, maybe. I don't recall this. <laughs> it, I mean, John is aware of this, so maybe that's why John thinks we've talked about it. It may have come up on the podcast before, I wasn't sure, but um, I've been re-watching it. Well, not re-watching, I've been watching the new series of it. So it's a, it's a TV show. Uh, more specifically, it's a kid's cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, um, it's on Netflix, and I, I strongly recommend anyone who has any sort of tolerance for animation and cartoons and superheroes... Uh, to give it a shot in this trying time because it's fucking brilliant. It's just really, really good. I I started out right. It's 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 very weird, okay, and it's and it's very French because it's a it's a French made thing. Sure, uh, but it's all it's all dubbed in English, so you don't have to worry about subtitles or any of that garbage. Um, <laughs> any of that, that foreign nonsense. Any of that reading. Um, and it's it's. Uh, at its core, it's about two superheroes, one who is called Ladybug, who is a kind of slightly ladybird-themed hero, and one who is called Cat Noir, who is a black cat-themed hero, right? Mm. And they uh, defend Paris against an all-manner of powerfully weird and colourful villains who threaten them on a sort of monster-of-the-week sort of basis. Um, but it is so weird, <laughs> while at the same time so formulaic, but it, but just so tight and concise in everything it's trying to do, which is like we've got to get through these certain things. Like every episode has got to have an extended transformation sequence of both characters when they transform into their superhero alternatives, um, and it's also got to have a certain kind of villain, and it's it's got to hit all of these moments. But it just in a sort of twenty seven minute or whatever it is nugget, it's so tight and well packaged and put together that it started out for me as a guilty pleasure. I was like, ah, oh, this is trash, but it's fun and I'll just put it on. And now I'm a genuine <laughs> fan. Like I'm a hundred percent on board. It's just it is excellent. It is superb. I, I didn't want to interrupt that because yeah, I've watched it as well. And by all accounts, like your your higher brain is going like this is trash. <laughs> like I've got to stop rubbish, watching this. And then you look and you look and your lower brain is going, is it though? Is, is it? it? <laughs> like, oh, let's watch another one. Like, 
it is yeah it it's really it's really good. I've finished season three now, right? And uh, the end of season three has this huge, incredible finale, a two-part episode. It's, it's kind of like the Avengers uh, of, of Miraculous Ladybug, right? Um, and, and those words just sound like garbage, I know. <laughs> but you, you have to just look it up and just see what I'm talking I'm about because it it'll blow your mind. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. So, it's, is it a part so you've of seen it? pictures of the characters. It's a CGI cartoon, yeah. Okay. I'm looking yeah, so at it's, it's, it's right now. Okay, so do because uh, I can watch it while we're all in quarantine and let you know what I think. I'm Actually, gonna, that'd be great. You could come back and report back on what you think. I, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna warn you. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna warn you in advance, Rev. Um, <laughs> it, it, it may not be your cup of tea. How? Yeah. Never know. Never know. Never know. So I've got Miraculous, I, and I've got Miraculous Happy Birthday to You. It's not that second one. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what character. that is. It's the same character. Oh, really? Oh, then maybe that's a weird little spin-off. Oh, no. I know what that is. Minutes. It says naught minutes. Yeah, no. Um, there's a lot of things on Netflix where they get their mascot characters to sing Happy Birthday so uh, that they can, parents can put them on for their kids. Gotcha. Oh that's, the age, that's the age group that's we're talking fine. about here. Just, just that's fine. I've added a oh. list and we, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Oh, no. here's, here's my thinking, right, is that I honestly, and this is going to sound like huge words, but <laughs> I, think, I think Ladybug gets to the core of what superheroes is all about. I genuinely that's, believe that's that. That's a huge shout. It really is, and and you're not going to agree when you watch the <laughs> when you watch the first few episodes of this. But, but my point is, is that somewhere like superheroes are born out of this colourful love of adventure and the preposterous idea that a mask across the eyes completely hides your identity. Mm. And Ladybug leans so hard on the core tenets of what makes the 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 early days of colourful superhero adventures what they are. And it doesn't make any excuse for them. Whereas modern superhero movies are constantly trying to find a way to make it gritty or realistic or make all the costumes a little bit darker because it doesn't make sense that Hawkeye would be purple and shit like that. Mm. And Ladybug is just unafraid of going, you know what? Fuck you, actually. This is superheroism. And it's fucking great. I, 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 I've got to agree. I mean, it is so colourful. And it has always bugged me that... Uh, even, uh, oh, 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 that's very good, yeah. It's always catted me that even that, like, um, even when we get these amazing Marvel movies and it's big and it's bold and all these characters I love, their costumes are very dark and very mm. kind of, oh, they've got to be made out of Kevlar or, you know, oh, there wouldn't be yeah. a steam there. But again, <laughs> like, it's it's a cartoon and it's, it is, the character designs are amazing. Um and it's just so colourful. And that said, there are some really rough episodes, kind of like... Oh, God. I mean, yeah. yeah. There are in anything, of course, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are some episodes which, which are borderline unwatchable. How... <laughs> oh, no. However, as a whole, it is, a, it is a, an insanely inventive, colourful TV show. And yeah, you kind of like just, it's, it's a shame that this is all for children. And, yeah, you know, it's, it's, like, waste, it's wasted on kids. Yeah, it those really idiot is. children. They don't know what they're, they don't know what they've got. They don't know they're born, <laughs> honestly. It's true. Watch it, Chris, and tell us what you think. I will. I will. I can't wait to hear what you think about it. <laughs> we'll get your review <laughs> next episode. Get a great review, to be honest. 
I don't care. I just want to hear it. <laughs> I'll watch it before we record next. Brilliant. You got a love? I have got a love, and I'll give it to you right now. Here it is. Oh, my oh, God. I'm, I'm I love this one, John. It's Hit Manager. Me. <laughs> Thank God Finally. for Football Manager in these times. How are you? I'm pretty sure you've done this one as well. I can't have done this one. I've only recently read it. Okay. Okay, fine. I'll take it back. I don't think so. Back. I've probably talked about football before. It'll blend. Well, you have talked about football. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> football Manager, for those who aren't aware, is a simulation game where you are a, inverted commas, football manager. Uh, oh. manage a team of your choice to success or otherwise. Uh, it's a very <laughs> simulation of modern day football. Uh, and in these times when we're all locked in our houses, it is a fucking godsend. Um, it, it's a great game just to play and pass the time and discuss with people who are like-minded. Uh, and it brings back a lot of good memories for me of uh, <laughs> misspent summers when we were playing computer games. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Are, are you still playing the the same version of Football Manager that you were playing as a 15-year-old? No, it's a later version, but it is exactly the same game. Okay, so in much the same way that nicotine patches are available, um, sure. you know, from pharmacies to, yeah. to help you quit smoking, yeah. uh, it, 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 is that fulfilling the same role for you right now? Uh, <laughs> because you can't go to football <laughs> games. That's what it is at the moment, because I haven't got actual football. This is not, I wouldn't even call it the next best thing or the best thing after that, but it's it's a, certainly a decent stopgap for what I require from uh, competitive element that I have in within me. Do you in in these trying times? Mm. Do you do do you find yourself um, looking for sport where it can't be found? Kind of uh, like uh, are you? Shouldn't be found. Yeah, I mean, we talk because I've got a WhatsApp group with all my fellow Gillingham uh, supporting friends, uh, and it is pretty much at the moment people desperately scrabbling around for any kind of sport to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the people are going all oh, the grounds are on tonight <laughs> okay cool well, okay great I suppose I'll watch that um, <laughs> uh, Leighton Orient Football Club have also um, started a FIFA tournament so all the football clubs have registered and put a player forward to play as their club within this tournament like a, prof- a professional e-sportser to play as the club and there's a 12018 tournament going on over the next few weeks that's actually kind of amazing yeah wow I, wow 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 so that's all that's all happening speaking of sport have you heard that um wrestling has been going ahead but with no audience what really what it, have they been filming it or yeah oh my god it, it, it's incredible it's incredible i've seen some of the footage it's so surreal it's like right, <laughs> You've got the massive arena, the wrestling rink or ring or whatever it is, and you've got the <laughs> rink. It's like ice skating, wrestling on ice. Wrestling on finally, ice. I would watch that. I'd watch that. That'd be amazing. Um, yeah. But no, you've got these two guys um, delivering their pre-match smack talk in oh front God. of a completely empty arena. Oh, oh it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's such a thing of beauty. It's amazing because they've got like, you know, all the scenarios, all the rivalries, all the, you know, the kayfabe, like the, um, 
the <laughs> the scenario of wrestling, the, the the shared myth of wrestling. But if you don't have people cheering, it 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 does draw us. It does put a stark spotlight on how weird, <laughs> on how I, weird wrestling I've is. I've never watched. I, I find it so weird to watch it. Just at the best of times, I never was into it as a kid. I just think it's really strange. <laughs> yeah, I, I never got into it. No, no me, me neither. But as I get older, and I kind of like, I, I hear people talk about how much they enjoy wrestling. I do feel like I'm missing out a little bit. I, I feel and I like, do. I feel like I understand it now. Like it's it's the same as liking superheroes. It's the it's kind of that, isn't it? Yeah, and I I would bring up superheroes as the classic example. I feel like. That is what wrestling is like. You know, someone, uh, you know, kind of talking about the latest scenario with their favorite, their favorite wrestler is no different than watching like Avengers: Infinity War. But it's like <laughs> they get an audience, and it's like it's like a sporting event, and people turn up to support their favorite wrestler. If I was doing the same in football, and I turned up to support my favorite football team, but it was all scripted, I would feel so cheated and so betrayed by the institution. And yet, and yet, when you go to see, or when you used to go to see a Marvel movie, mm. which has a script, uh, you wouldn't feel cheated. No, because that is a scripted story. I think that's, it's a difference of how you approach it, though. I think you approach wrestling like you approach a movie or a TV show. You don't approach wrestling but do like you people, I don't know. This is a question rather than a statement. Do people approach wrestling like they, like a football match, like a sporting event, or do they approach it like a movie? Or like a play, I, I think, or a musical, or something. Well, yeah, I think it's more like the latter. It's like yeah. you know, if if and again, I I would bring up Marvel movies. I think it's like you know, you go to see um, Endgame or whatever, and you're like, well, who's going to live? Who's going to die? You know, I've yeah. no idea. Um, and I think it's kind of like that when you go to you go to a night that the wrestling, you know, like a night of the opera, like you just a get night of the wrestling, get your opera glasses out. Yeah, you know, that's oh, fine. It's oh, not people you know, see it that way. I get it, I suppose, but it's just a weird sort of mix of everything to me in terms of sport and theatre and everything the, the only and, and drinking don't forget the alcohol oh, and drinking. I mean drinking is very important the the only the only the only thing for like wrestling which because I get it now I do understand that. I understand what it's all about the only thing that kind of breaks the immersion for me now is the knowledge that your character the character you're playing can change quite significantly over time Mm. Right. So even if you emerge on the scene as, uh, hi, I'm uh, I'm Jumbo Treebake, and I'm, uh, <laughs> you know, and and you're either like, uh, oh god, what is it? You're either a, a heel or a face. Um, yes. Yeah. And it's like it, if you're a face, you're a good guy, and if you're a heel, you're a bad guy. So you get all these kind of scenario scenarios playing out. But they might. It's like Hulk Hogan. Here's a here's a here's a, here's a true thing. When Hulk Hogan started wrestling they picked his name because originally he was meant to be playing an an irish character irish oh hogan yeah as in as in literally like they were workshopping his character while he was playing it uh-huh. so wow. like they were literally like oh yeah you're you're an irish wrestler so then, so then this guy's like okay i guess i guess i'm doing like an irish accent and then after like two matches they're like no, that's a really bad idea. We're dropping that. I could have told him that. Yeah, so it'd be like it'd be like you know you've watched Thor, you know, appear in like twenty movies or whatever. It'd be like ten movies in, they go, yeah, I think we want Thor to be like a villain now, and maybe he's <laughs> got like a cybernetic arm or something like that. 
and yep. then you kind of just have to like forget what came before. Yeah, that's the weird bit. Yeah, everything, everything else completely grounded in reality. Oh yeah, for sure. But um, but yeah, so uh, so football manager, football manager, it's helping to fill the void um, among other things. But certainly in terms of my competitive streak and my football streak, that is helping me out at the moment. And I've always loved it since I was a kid. I've got some fond memories of uh, people making artists out of themselves and putting holes in walls and things like that. So <laughs> lots of that sort of thing. I feel like it's like a gateway drug to like uh, Sabutio. Harder stuff, yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Did you, Did ever... you ever play Sabutio? Sub- yeah, when I was a kid. I used to love Sabutio. Although it's bloody hard. I used, to, I used to play a bit of that. It is fucking it's hard. So it's so really hard to play. Yeah. Does it actually work, Sabutio? I think you have to be like expert level. Yeah, but yeah. You have to you have to be very specific and very um, accurate because you obviously flick the little piece of plastic into a bigger bit of plastic. <laughs> and that's, Sorry, that's for anyone who has for anyone who has no idea what we're talking about, oh, Sabutio sure. was a I, I I can't even call it a board game. It was like a it's a tabletop game. I a guess. tabletop yeah, game. Call it that. Yeah, a football game. In which you'd have a team of men, little figurines, but Ele- eleven, like, um, eleven men as they are having a football team, obviously. But they're kind of like they're 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 like um they're all on like a little hemisphere, like a little rocking yeah. kind of yeah, and, and you'd flick them across a football pitch, like yeah, to like hit ha- the ball. Yeah, I don't. To be yeah. honest, I don't know how many flicks per team you get. I don't really know the specific rules around it, but. Um, it was a very big game back in the day, and there's still tournaments going yeah. on now. I think. That'll, really? that'll probably be on telly before long. Sabutio, actually, yeah, actually, that, that, that will hey, be. We could do virtual Sabutio, which is just football manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you, you play. You've got your figurines, but you're playing like all the time. They're not on the pitch, so you kind of like yeah. the training, <laughs> the training regimes. Oh, you, you know, little... all the footballers in quarantine. Jesus. doing nothing I feel like to, to bring it full circle I remember seeing adverts for Sabutio back in the day like on TV and I was thinking like I don't actually like football and yet this makes me interested in it never yeah, never exactly the same for me as well yeah. I never owned a Sabutio and I never knew anyone who had like a full set no, I never, you, like know what? you know what you know what you know what you know what I'll tell you why because Fine. you could buy all the fucking scenery in Sabutio. Nah. You could buy the stands. You could buy the floodlights. Uh, you could buy the stadium. Why would you? Yeah, you could. Why would you? You could, but why would you? Because it adds to the magic. Does it? What's the point? Is this? Yeah. Was this like otherwise, the... otherwise you're going to be flicking a bit of spring onion around. I've told you. I told you about the spring onion. Was, was this like Megazord? Was this the lie at the heart of Sabutio where it's like, you know, uh, say like a parent would give their child a Sabutio kit and everyone would go and they go, oh, look, little Timmy, it's a cool new game. You like that football, don't you? Oh, let's build a stadium. Oh, while we're at it, you know, let's build a little, let's build a corner shop, maybe like a little road. Oh, let's put a train line in. And then suddenly you're playing with trains. Yeah. And <gasps> yeah, that's how they get you. Big time. You know, and that's next, how they get you. next thing you know, you've got like a little... Um, you know, you've got like an entire village at the bottom end of your garden that you uh, go and monitor. <laughs> Sounds great to me. <laughs> While wearing a hat. Choo-choo! Anyway, on that note, have we exhausted uh, our content for tonight's uh, tonight's uh, 
experience. I think my uh, podcast bladder is empty. So, yeah. Is your real bladder full? Yes. <laughs> okay, right. Well, we better wrap <laughs> this up then. It's getting there. <laughs> so I, I guess the real question is, uh, what, what, what love? What love? What one? What, Sorry. Oh, my what, God. What, my was, it, was it hate or one? My my higher brain functions are just like dying. What one was it? Love or was it hate? Discuss. Hate. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for love tonight. So you have the casting vote, John. Uh, well, God, Chris Ray, you're so predictable. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say love. I'm gonna say love actually Yay! because even because even my hate had a glimmer of love at its core. That's true. It did. I would almost say, John, your hate should have been your love, and your love should have been your hate. It, it maybe should, but in these trying times, I mean, beggars can't be cute choosers. I'm just glad we got an episode out of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's really all we can ever be thankful for. I just, I just like to dream I'm not in this house anymore. That's that's the reality. Well, <laughs> gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yes, sure. Uh, it has. As love one, I'm sure we are, you know, just ushering the world into a, a new a new period of enlightenment and good health. Mm. Um I guess we should say to our listeners, you know, look after yourselves. Look after yourselves. You know, uh, indeed. Yes. yes. So, so yes. true. Couldn't have said it better. Um, please say. observe. Don't, uh, please. Well, sorry, Chris Ray, what are you saying? Don't, don't say it better. Oh, I won't. I won't. Okay. Don't, um, don't okay. Just please, please, please uh, observe the, uh, the guidelines for recommendations. You know, even if you're healthy, think of those around you who aren't. Let's all do our bit to try and stop spreading this. And um, maybe it's time to, you know, do that thing. You know, the thing you've been putting off. Do you it. Know? Yeah, just do it, you know. You know unless, it's, unless it's punching your grandma. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do, that. Don't do a podcast that's similar to this format, but better. For God's yeah. sake, no, because we'll we'll find you. Well, yeah. we won't. But when the when the because we can't leave. But... No, we can't leave. I mean, you're you're probably going to get away with it for at least eleven weeks. We'll, but we'll remote after access that, you. We'll remote access you. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Our first eleven weeks were shit, so so will yours be? Yeah, <laughs> God, so. that's charitable. I mean, first eleven months, maybe. <laughs> Jesus, God, I dream of eleven weeks of only of crap content. That'd be amazing. Um, but yeah, um, on that note, um, keep, much love to all. Yes. Much love, keep keep watching the skies. Yeah, that'll do.